our Reach Next Generation podcast. I'm Grace Jeffries, and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they became them, and what tips are for girls of my age. Today, my guest is Katie Leeson, who is the Managing Director of Social Chain, working with some of the largest brands in the world, including Superdry, Wall & Music, Coca-Cola, and Boohoo. Katie also hosts her own podcast, I Shouldn't Say This But, which is ranked as a top five business podcast on iTunes. Thanks for joining me today, Katie. Can we start by you telling us about your career journey? Where did it start? Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today. So my career journey is probably worth going back to school. I um, was fine in my GCSEs. I did really like quite well, fairly well in my GCSEs. And then I didn't really know what I wanted to do for my A-levels. And I kind of just followed where my friends were. Mistake number one. I didn't really understand what it was that I wanted to do or what I wanted to be. So I just followed the crowd and went and did A-levels that I wasn't super interested in. And also along coupled with a couple of other bits that happened at that time, I when I got my A-level results, I didn't do very well. I practically failed my A-levels. And in my head, I really wanted to be doing journalism at uni. That was the dream. I was thinking I'm going to do want to go to uni, do journalism. And I wanted to write for magazines. But because of my A-level results, I didn't get into university to do that course. And I thought at that point that my whole world had ended and that was it. And I didn't know what I was going to do next. But I went through what's called clearing. So if you don't get the grades that you need, you can go through clearing and they give you other courses that you might want to join that aren't oversubscribed. And one that I got delivered was media and cultural studies at Liverpool John Moore's Uni. And I decided to take that as an opportunity um because my school didn't teach media at that point I didn't know anything really about it but I knew I was quite interested in it so I took a leap of faith and went and found that I absolutely loved it did really well in it um came out with a 2-1 and um found that my real passion was in advertising and discovered a career in what's called media planning and buying which is basically matching audiences to brands So I started out on a grad scheme after uni at an agency and I was buying advertising space in press, radio and outdoor um, media. And what my job was there was to understand who the brand that we were working with wanted to target and have a look for the right place that this audience were and then buy advertising space where they could put their advert And I did that for a number of years and absolutely loved it, like loved my job, woke woke up every morning dead excited to go to work, couldn't wait to do my role. Um, But I think I got a little bit comfortable in it and I learned all that I could in the role that I was in in the company I was at and felt like it was time to start learning something else. I had this little driver in me that I always constantly want to learn and I've realised now that's one of my values is learning is and growth is one of my values and um so then I moved to a bigger agency and was doing the same sort of role just in a bigger team with bigger clients but an opportunity popped up for me to speak to a new business brand 
um, for the agency and I did it and I sent them a little email saying I've seen this in this magazine I think it'd be really interesting for you and because of that introduction it was a client that the company then won and I got offered a role to do a sidestep into um, what was a new business and marketing role so generating new clients for the company and understanding how to market the company because of that role I managed to get quite a lot of experience in understanding how they made money um and how they operated but I always knew in the back of my mind that I didn't really have any digital experience because it was always in the traditional media and um knew that if I was going to keep growing and fill, fulfill that value of growth I needed to learn about digital media and social chain kind of popped up out of nowhere and Steve the founder started following me on Twitter really randomly and I looked at who they were and what they were doing and it was really cool they were doing some really cool stuff like really disruptive campaigns and I messaged Steve and just said please um, it'd be great to have a chat if we could have a, a meet um are you, have you still got these roles going and he, he replied and said yeah come in and we talked for a long time and I met quite a few people at social chain and then eventually they offered me the role of operations director didn't have a clue what that meant no idea <laughs> I just took it because I thought this place sounds cool and I'm ready for a change and I want to learn about social media so I took it and then I joined and then within three months of being there they asked me to apply for a bigger role which ended up being the managing director role and I was MD then after six months and I've been there for five years this year. Mm. Well I know when you were at school you didn't have that big of a clue but you always thought about being um, a, a, a journalist. Um, when you went to Liverpool and I know you went to Liverpool University how important do you think it actually is to go to university? I think now it's not as important as it was when I went. I, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I grew up. I still, I say it now, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. Um, I, I've never, did you know, do you know what you want to be when you grow up? Not really. I, I think something in science, because I'm quite, I, I like science and math and the kind of STEM side of stuff. Nice. When you were younger, did you, did you have a, like, vision of what you wanted to be? No, not at all. No, I didn't. And you always hear of people saying, oh, when they were little, they always said they wanted to do this or do be a teacher or be a nurse. And I just never had it, never had that sort of ambition. And I went to uni because I thought it was just the thing to do. But looking now at the success that social chains had, if you've got a passion in something and you've got the right support of people who've got experience and you join a company that can support you, you don't need to have a degree because we've got some of the most talented people I've ever met who've just left school and joined social chain because they've got a real passion in social media marketing and couple that up with people who have got experience has meant that they've been really they've managed to succeed without having a degree well i know that social media hugely affects you because of course you work for a social media agency um and it impacts all of our lives what advice would you give girls about my age about how to use it and not use it how do you use it is my first question well, I don't have any of the big social media things, but I do do. I, I watch YouTube things, um, you know, only if my parents check it out first. Yeah. And um, what do you use it for? What do you watch? Sometimes I watch funny videos and or reaction videos. I don't I'm not into like those beauty things or anything like that. That's good. So I think my advice is 
that social media isn't going to go anywhere. And I think that's more for parents than it is for, for, for young people. 95% of the online community use social media. So in the world. So it's not going to go anywhere. A lot of people use it. And I think that the real thing is, is understanding how to use it in the right way. So for me, what I I really do is make sure that one, I have a bit of time off it if I feel like I'm just going on it for no reason. So it's being mindful in your use. What are you going on it for? Um, and if you're if you've not got a reason to do that, try your best not to go on it. Um my second piece of advice is create a universe within social that really rewards you for your value. So I mentioned my value of growth before. When I was your age, I didn't know what my values or my drivers were. And it was only through doing my own podcast, the first series of my podcast, that everyone was talking about values. And I was like, I don't know what my values are. So I spent a bit of time understanding my values. And if I'd known that at your age, I would have been able to really craft a social media environment that fuels those values. And when I post something on social, if I knew that it was living up to those values of what I wanted to portray, then I then I wouldn't worry about it so much. And then when I'm viewing stuff as well, because everything's worked off an algorithm with social, they the whole point of it is to create an experience where you don't leave that platform to go on to another one. So if you're um, picking and choosing things that fit with your values and what you want to learn and how you want to develop as a person, you will create a really positive space that helps you better yourself. And I think that's the difference is knowing how to use it, but also making sure you're getting breaks and make sure you get some sleep. Don't stay on it really late at night because it is not good for your brain. Well, you uh, you briefly mentioned your podcast. Um, just want to go back to that. When I first started these podcasts, I was nervous. How did you feel when you started? And do you feel differently now? Um, yes, I do feel differently now. When I first started, so I never wanted to do this. <laughs> I didn't want to do public speaking and I didn't want to put my head out there as like someone that someone could look up to because I never really understood why someone would. I think when I first started this journey, but because of my boss at the time, Steve, he's done it very successfully. He's about to join Dragon's Den. He's done a really good job. I know it's cool, isn't it? He's done a really good job at building his personal brand and he was doing it for the benefit of the company that he pushed me into doing it. And I took a long time to really understand why it would be beneficial to not just me to talk about stuff, but also what benefit other people would get from me doing a podcast or a talk and me understanding my why of helping other people create better working environments or helping themselves understand themselves better is the reason that I do my talks now. So at the beginning, yes, I did really worry that people, why would people want to listen to me? But the feedback I get now and when it's aligned to that why of why I started it, is the real reason that I push forward with it because I see that it, is, it does help other people and that's my main driver. Tell me a little about your work at the SmartWorks charity and what it does. Oh, SmartWorks is amazing. So I'm an ambassador for a couple of charities. I'm very lucky to be an ambassador for a couple of charities. The first charity I'm an ambassador for is Prevent um, Breast Cancer, which is the only charity in the UK that is using funding to do scientific research to help 
prevent breast cancer for future generations. So that's the first one that I am an ambassador for. And then I'm also an ambassador for a charity called SmartWorks. And SmartWorks is um, incredible. It, it helps women who are out of employment get back into the world of work. And the way they do that is they help them with clothing for interviews. So they, they women go in and they'll dress them for their interviews and they'll style them. And then they'll also give them CV advice and interview help. And it helps women go and get jobs back in the workforce. Well, it's good that you support those specific charities. Thank you. Have you had any mentors or are there any people that you really admire? I admire you for doing this. I don't know how I would. I would not have done this at, at your age. Like I, I think it's incredible what you're doing with this. So very much admire you. Um, My dad has always been my biggest mentor, which sounds a bit funny. But I think I don't know whether your dad is yours, but my dad has always like helped me really stay grounded and gives me solid advice if I'm struggling with something. So my dad is probably a big one. And then just different people at different times. I've got different friends who offer different levels of support. So it's not just one person. It's a group. I once got told by um, a lady called Karen Blackett, who is very senior in one of the big media groups in London, that you should always have cheerleaders, like a group of cheerleaders that help support you on your way rather than just one. And it's having that group around you that make you feel like they can give you the truth, but also support you and lift you up when you need it. And I think that was probably one of the best bits of advice that I've had. Well, I don't know about you, but um, this whole lockdown COVID pandemic has seemed pretty long, but also seemed to go quickly. Um, and I know that lots of people have picked up hobbies during the pandemic. Has that been the same for you? And if so, can you tell me a couple of what they are? Oh, I've been silly. <laughs> what have you done? I want to know what you've done first. What have you done in lockdown? Read a lot of things, but same like you, I think a lot of us is a lot. A lot of us have been silly. Yeah, I've been silly. So I got a bit bored one day and decided to buy paint by numbers. And then they arrived and they were absolutely huge. <laughs> and I've done one and a bit of a second one, but then I've just given up. So I've got these huge paint by numbers canvases <laughs> that are never going to get done. And then I also made mugs. So I got clay kit and I've made mugs and I love those because they work and they don't leak and they can go in the dishwasher. So I'm very proud of those. Um, and then I've read a lot as well, but not read because I have to listen. I'm not very good at reading. Um, so I have to listen to audiobooks, but I've done a lot of that. And not as much exercise as I probably should have done. Well, well, we, we were, we, you could always say that you weren't even allowed to go out of the house. So That's true. If anyone asks. That's true. And I'm going to use that. But yeah, just like silly things that I would never have thought of before. Other things like the canvas paint by numbers was just, <laughs> yeah, silly. It, it's always there if you get bored again. Very true. I hope that we won't need it. Well, I've really enjoyed chatting with you today, Katie. Thank you for finding time to chat with me. It's been really interesting to hear about your career, and I'm sure lots of what you have said will help those listening when they're thinking about their future. Keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcast as I talk to many more brilliant women. Thank you to our sponsors, Haynes Watts and Levi Strauss, for their amazing support.